Okay, so I heard of a tradition. Okay. In Des Moines. Des Moines. Wait. I Iowa? think that's I. Wait, I just. I literally just fact checked it. Fact checked it. Fact this, checked. That would be Iowa. Iowa. Tell me Thank how you I knew that. It just sounded right. It felt I knew right. it was with an I, but I couldn't. I have a sixth sense. For this, for what? I knew. States? I knew it was Iowa. <laughs> the most pointless. Six that is cents. not pointless. That is factual information. Someone just says a city, and Ashley's like, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> um, so in Des Moines, Iowa. the night before Halloween, young children hit the street for Beggars' Night. According to an article, the event began around 1938 as a way to prevent vandalism and give younger children a safer way to enjoy Halloween. Beggar's Night is very similar to regular trick-or-treating, except kids are required to tell a joke, poem, or perform a trick for a treat. The best part, the jokes are usually grown-worthy, so get your best dad jokes ready. Oh. Basically. Should we get a flight to Iowa? Yes. <laughs> For Halloween, you might find us roaming the streets of Des Moines. Every, every adult would just open the door and they'd just see this like 30-something-year-old woman. woman. And I'm just sitting there cracking up. Because have you noticed before be I tell like a dad on the side filming the entire thing? We're going to Des Moines! <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. This is Unsolicited Advice, October Series Edition. Yes, it is. You guys have been loving our October Series, which is so exciting because I I thought, like, me and Taryn both thought that this might be something that some people wouldn't like. I Truly, truly, we talked about this. And I don't know about you, but every time I open... um, like I've seen a lot of DMs or emails that start with my reaction to yeah. blah 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 episode. Yeah. I always have like just a tingle of anxiety. Yeah, my because I'm waiting a bit. for someone to be like, "I loved you guys because you made me laugh, and now you scare me, and I hate you." But yeah. I haven't read anything negative bes- besides some people being like, "I don't know if I can listen to." Yeah, the over, October I don't. Episode. I haven't read one extremely negative comment yeah. at all. I've read a couple where they've been like. Um, you know, I'm going to take a break yeah. <laughs> and come back and, and yeah. listen to you guys again in November, which I totally understand. We fully support you in that decision. Um, I do want to just reiterate, they're not, there's, they're, they're creepy, but they're not horrifying. No. So I feel like most people could actually listen yeah. to this. And I read a lot of messages and emails from people saying, um, the music made it really scary, but the actual story itself like wasn't yeah. that terrifying. So you know, maybe listen to one. Yeah, and if you can't and handle see. that, then definitely don't keep going. But and I think like we have sheltered you guys because literally last night, me and Ashley were like laying on my bed trying to like prepare for today, and there was a couple stories that I was like, Ashley, I can't, like, I can't oh my read God, it. You guys, I <laughs> um today, not today. Okay, the episode that dropped today, which is what the face in the dark yes. episode. I <laughs> I like never I don't always do this. Usually Taryn does this, but for whatever reason, I took it upon myself to listen to that episode at home by myself. You did? Um, yes. Because no one was home. I forget where you were and I forget where Alicia was, but no one was home. I was home by myself and I was coming back from a soul cycle class. So I was listening to our episode to see if there was anything that we needed to fix Wait, or if there night? was any changes. Yes. Oh, no. And then I go home and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to like take a bath. Um, you know, watch some TV and get some editing done. And Taryn, um, 
just happen to move into one of the rooms that has one of like a really nice TV in it. So I'm constantly like, hey, can I watch TV in yeah. your room? And she'll be like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I was in Taryn's room by myself editing and I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I don't know where you are, but Southern California, it's a fire season. Yeah. And one happened the day that this yeah. happened um, and our power went out. <laughs> And because I had listened to my own episode <laughs> about Halloween scary stories, I was a little on edge because like all the power went out, even though it did eventually come back on, some things weren't working that were technically hardwired. Yeah. And so in my head, I was like, oh, obviously someone cut it and they're outside trying yeah. to get in. So I like immediately like just to like make this picture like even better I immediately like I had like just a shirt and like my underwear on like that yeah. was it I like throw on sweatpants and I grab a flashlight I grabbed <laughs> some like bear spray that I had in my house that just you know everyone should have in their house for of situations like this and I was freaking ready and nothing happened obviously I'm alive but I was prepared yeah but like even my own stories scared Freaked me you out. yeah because yeah. like I was home alone and I was like yeah this is why this I is why I can't so listen bad. at night that's I my go, rule. The next day I was like, has anyone seen my sweatpants? And Ashley was like, sorry, I had to like just throw on some it pants. It was an emergency. <laughs> I had to throw them on. I was like, if I end up running, I have to have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run fast yeah. without pants on. Yeah. Or, you oh know, maybe gosh. I would run faster. <laughs> I mean, you I don't know. know. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, you're not alone if those, if, if our series scared it, yeah. you at all, you're not alone. No, it, it got me too. It got, it got me good. <laughs> it got me good. Um, so this last weekend, <clears throat> yeah, take it away, Taryn. <laughs> take it away, Taryn. <laughs> this last weekend on Saturday, we freaking did a live episode at Comic Con. We did. It was our very first Comic Con as well as our very, very first, first live. live. Yeah, sure. you guys will hear that after. We didn't want to like put a break in our October series. Ashley's like, I wish, I hope you're watching this on YouTube because she's like mimicking my words with hand uh -huh. motions. Uh -huh. But we we talked about it and we're like, let's like hold off and we'll post it after October because we dug in yeah. and we wanted just scary stuff We for didn't want to disrupt. We, we really yeah. set, a, set a vibe for this yeah. month. We've set a mood and we didn't want to ruin that or disrupt it. So it'll be coming out uh, in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. My, a, my yeah, brain doesn't weeks. work, but I'm pretty sure. You'll hear it. It's coming. <laughs> You'll it's hear coming it after the October yeah. series. It was <laughs> it was um it was really fun. And mm. honestly, like I think because I mean when you do a live recording, like we expected to be like, oh my, like are we gonna suck at this? Is it gonna be funny to people? Yeah. Are we gonna mess up and not recover? Yeah, that was yeah. in my head. <laughs> that was in my head too. Um, but I feel like we like killed it live. We did great. Um, the only thing <laughs> to clear, our show was we did it great. Was great. <laughs> we were very entertaining to the four people that showed up. <laughs> I think by the end, including sound people, there was like ten people in the yeah. room. Yeah, but there God was. Bless those, we will the production say, crew to give us, you know, and we even said we were like, you know. Keeps us humble. Yeah. I mean, if our heads, if, if our heads were, you know, in the air or if we were cocky at all, not anymore, nope, my friends. Not at all. Not anymore. We have been brought down. Yep. 
to reality. Yep. But it was cool because there were two girls there that knew us, and uh-huh. it was fun. We got to like take pictures with them and say what's up. And then there were two women that came that were just like, oh, we saw it was a live podcast and we're interested. And the whole time they were like super into it. They were it. into it. Well, yeah. I mean, I was making eye contact with all four of them. So. <laughs> I literally went up to them before and I was like, hi, nice to meet you. Please don't leave. <laughs> I walked up to the other two and I was like, hey. <laughs> they were cute. They like Glad came to it. the front. But okay, so my entire family and a couple of mine and Ashley's friends came to come support us. They had our faces on like sticks. My mom made a t-shirt. But when they got there and we didn't know this either, Okay, guys, Comic-Con is like no freaking joke. Guys, we had no idea. The line took over two hours to get through. So my family got there at 11. Our panel was at 12. And they didn't even get in there till like, I think it was like one thirty when they got in. I was going to say one fifteen, one thirty. It was Yeah, by this time ridiculous. my mother's in tears. Like my brother's like, I'm hot and angry. And, <laughs> and it was hungry. just- Yeah, it was a mess. Oh, it was but, so bad. And then Mark said that there was like groups of people that came into the room after and were like, how is the panel? Like we couldn't get in. And we heard there was a group of four guys. Hey, yo. So whoever that those means guys are, are you hot? No, just kidding. Hit <laughs> us up. DM us. <laughs> um, yeah, we're really bummed. I actually got yeah. a few DMs on my personal and as well as the um, UA Instagram saying that they tried. Yeah. And they even looked for us afterwards. But it was, there's no way. Unless yeah. you just, unless like timing wise, you just happen to walk right past us. There's no way you would have found us. It was insane. It was crazy. And like, it's so funny because I have heard how crazy Comic-Con is for years. Yeah. Like I'm from Southern California I've heard about San Diego. I've heard yeah. about LA. I've always heard LA Comic Con's a lot chiller than San Diego. So in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll it'll just, be simple. You know, we'll we'll yeah. get there an hour before. We'll walk around a little bit. We'll go do the, the show and then we'll, you know, peace out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we barely made it. We literally, I think we walked in and had enough time to like pee and then went straight. I had to, to call my manager stage. and I was like, listen, there's no way we're going to make it to our panel if someone doesn't come walk us through. Like, yeah. there's no way. Um, and they were like, okay, like, like, we'll try to figure it out. And I was like, they just come find yeah. me. <laughs> like, there's no way I could get through this. And then, like, one of the security guards pointed to where we needed to go. And so he told us we technically didn't have to wait in line. So that was amazing. Yeah. Um. So we bypassed the first line. And then uh, um, our uh, studio team got us through security and stuff. So we yeah. didn't have to register or anything we just walked yeah. straight up but we would not have made it <laughs> no otherwise. It, was, it was insane it was literally like by the skin of our teeth but yeah anyways all this to say it was super fun and it definitely made me and ash like we would definitely be open to doing live episodes in the future yeah um you know if we can get more than <laughs> four people to come if we but, could at least get like 15 of you guys to but commit. you know what ash <laughs> you know what i was thinking we'll like, show up every person counts every so person like even counts. if one person came and we made their day it was worth it yeah you yeah. know what and i genuinely think we did a really great job even at like making fun of ourselves for not yeah. having an audience yeah. there <laughs> We really just kind of rolled with it and it was so much fun. Yeah. So hopefully something like that will happen again in the future. Um, if it does, we'll let you know. Um, and yes. It was great. I did have a couple messages I wanted to read. I think I have one too. Um, you guys are freaking, you guys are so funny. Um, I've been getting tons of messages. I'm not going to read them all. There's just not enough time. But like some of you guys, Sushi0947 said, I don't really like horror, but your stories are giving me such good 
chills every single time. Love the podcast, yes. which love that. That was that's amazing. Um, Amanda mm-hmm. and Lola said, "Who else has a Harry Potter tattoo?" Hey. Just like unsolicited advice, and I put, "Y'all should start a club." <laughs> we should start a club. Um, and then this one was one of my favorites. Um, her name's Hannah. I'm, I cut off her actual. Uh, I know I do that too when I screenshot. I'm yeah, like, Oops, I never, I, I never want to like show their Instagram name, so I yeah. always like scratch it out or cut it off. Um, but her name's Hannah, and she said, "I went to the mall today and kept one AirPod in while I was shopping around." Which side note, I do that all the time. Yeah, very relatable. Um, so she kept an AirPod in while she was shopping around, listening to today's episode, which was last week's episode, "A Face in the Dark." She said, I have such a strong hunch and uh, good like guesses and stuff like that. Like 100% she knows that the woman working at Aerie thought that she was unwell or perhaps insane or maybe even high off her butt because she realized she'd been standing still with what she was so sure oh. was a terrified look on her face just staring at the underwear table for at least two full minutes <laughs> listening to the story about the two girls at the pool hashtag spooky Dang, these yeah. episodes are so good and I'm so thankful that you guys decided to do this special series spooky season is my favorite and this is such an added bonus love you both Hannah I love that. I know. It was hilarious because I've done that at grocery stores. I usually, yeah. anytime I have to do like house errands, I love doing like house errands and running running around getting groceries, like cleaning the house with my AirPods in, listening to a really good podcast. Yeah. Um, especially stories, like fictional podcasts, because then I'm, j- I'm just freaking at it. But there was one time I stood in the middle of an aisle at Trader Joe's and we're talking, Trader Joe's is packed like oh, there's always people like going 24 around. 7 I was very aware that I was in everyone's way but I was also just like sucked in I was Frozen. like what's gonna happen yeah um so I've totally been there before also I realized what I did and why I messed up so bad I went from talking in first person like from her perspective to third person oh I got it and then I was trying to go back and I couldn't <laughs> you're like who am I I'd already committed she is me <laughs> I was like well how did I mess up so bad and then I was like oh, that's amazing that's what I did um, okay, I got one from, it's just letters, so I don't know if it's supposed to be a word. If it was a word, it would say Bvrns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if not, it's BVRNS. She probably gave up on trying to get what she originally wanted to get because it's so hard right. getting handles That's that you when want. you throw in like underscores and mm-hmm. like random stuff. She said, yes, she responded to one of our stories. Um, I know you're two hardworking women, but I need more than one episode a week. It's so hard to wait for a new episode. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she wants more of us? She sure does. Everyone wants more Everyone of us. Everyone wants more. I want more of us. Do you, though? <laughs> I can make that happen, girl. <laughs> I'm like, how much more can we get? Just, she's going to go in a room, and I'm just going to be sitting she's there. She's just like, there. Hey. Just like, hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ooh. I feel, I feel, so I feel very self-conscious. Why? About what? I read an email, and someone said... And oh, I do no. want to say everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but most people think I have an adorable laugh. <gasps> Did someone make fun of you? Someone said I laughed too much. What? And I was slightly offended. I'm offended because I'm funny and you <laughs> should laugh. So actually the whole, the full email said that I interrupt your stories too much because I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, normally I would join you in laughing right now, but I'm choosing not to. Ashley. I'm choosing the higher road so that they can fully hear you talking. No. Yes. Yes. I don't so, like it. I just want to say, like, that's to- That's fine. That's I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, dang it. See, I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> I don't like I, that. I... Say, as someone who listens to your laughs in my ears multiple times a week, I wholeheartedly disagree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Mark. I feel I so much better. I've always told you this, but Ashley has one of these laughs that like it it gets me every time. And I think we have such opposite laughs. Like hers is like this high pitched, like kind of squeaky laugh, and then mine's like that like ha 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 like weird yeah. laugh. Yours but is like a, a guttural Like a laugh. gut laugh, yeah. But her laugh gets me every time. And it's funny because her and her sister have similar laughs when they get going. And I'm not even joking. It, they like harmonize it's when they so laugh. Funny. And it's the best thing I've ever. I've had multiple people tell us that. And I have a very percussive laugh. It's yeah. very like da 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 Yeah, that's like when my clap laugh comes yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, when me and my sister both start laughing at the same time, it's just, it's it's bad. Maybe well, let we'll me get just her say, I do not find it interrupting when you laugh because okay. I feel like okay. that's you supporting me being funny because I am funny. <laughs> okay. You're, you're freaking hilarious. Um, second of all, I mean, we both kind of interrupt and bulldoze each other constantly. All the time. All the time. It's pretty so, bad. So, um, and that's like just how we are even in real life. There's so many times I've been telling Ashley's story and I'll just look at her and go, are you listening to me? <laughs> but And she does the same. So I don't think... If anyone's worried about anyone's feelings being hurt, mm. that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And I fully support the motion of you continuing to laugh as much as you would like. Okay. I'm thinking of making this like a trial run episode. We'll see. If, no. if you don't hear me laughing as hard, maybe maybe I'm trying to make sure that you, but your, you your know, story doesn't get interrupted. That's all I'm trying well, to Well, I say. feel like October, like we're not laughing too I know, much. We're definitely journeys. not laughing too much. But I, but I will say I feel you because remember when I got that email that said, that um, you said like too much I say yeah yeah when you're talking too much and then my brother was like yeah one time I counted and I was like super insecure about it yeah and so I'll <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I kind of set back too because I was like shoot I don't want to be like annoying anyone but you guys understand like what that's so rough like wh- when someone tells you don't say like or don't laugh or don't say whatever even when you tell yourself it's so hard to be like genuinely authentic which is all that we have ever wanted out of this podcast is us to just literally be two girls sitting here talking without any agenda yeah um and so like when those comments come it's like i then i'm like confused and i don't know how to talk and then i don't know oh did i have i spoken in the last minute i don't know because now i'm like thinking too much you're overthinking everything and then you're just not speaking at all so don't worry i won't let that happen but but i I get i I get everyone has an opinion but I love your laugh, so oh. I don't. I disagree. You respectfully, kind, kind soul. I understand. <laughs> also, um, this episode, no, this last episode. Wow, I'm all turned around. This last episode had um, a Harry Potter promotion. Oh my gosh! That you guys, if you have not seen it, pause this. Go to Instagram. Yes. Go to our Instagram so and it. look on our feed. We have the full st- the full video. Um, both in our story. Um, no, the full video is in our static post, yeah. and then we have like a teaser in stories. Um, it is hilarious. It's the best we thing I think we've ever done. The most we had so much fun yeah. making it. It was a blast, and Taryn edited it to the Harry Potter <laughs> soundtrack, 
And it's so funny. It's so good. It's so funny. We really like, guys, when I say we committed, we freaking committed. Oh, we committed. And Taryn even tried to try to, to roll across the street. <laughs> okay, I will say, like, I milked it. I, like, tried to make it look extra weird. Sure. Yeah. But, like, and you'll see, like, there's, like, this one part, Ashley, like, straight up, like, in the air, like, goes to, like, throw a spell at me. Uh-huh. And, like, when I, like, shoot backwards or Ashley gets hit and shoots back, like, my freaking neck was so sore that night. I was, <laughs> she like, threw her neck what out. did I do? And then rolling on the floor like that, I was, like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, and I'm not talking, like, rolling in, like, no. padded grass. She was rolling on, on asphalt. The concrete. Yeah. <laughs> and a man was, like, straight up taking his trash out because we just went to, like, a random street. Uh-huh. And, yeah, there's, like, a guy taking his trash out and he was just looking at us, like, what, I, we, we were, like, hello, sir. And the whole time we're, like, in a neighborhood. Yep. So people are, if they were home, they could have been in their windows just watching the whole thing. Oh, I'm thing. sure. I'm sure. Great. It was great. There were dogs barking. Anyways, yeah, amazing. if you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's honestly a minute, a minute long. It's worth that minute of yeah. your life to go check it out because it's a good laugh. It's great. Um, watch Taryn roll and watch me watch run me in roll. slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am so excited for our stories today. I am too. Uh, I feel like I want to just get in it. Did you want to go first or did you want me to go first? Yeah. I feel like we ask these questions every We do. Episode. But it's so funny because I feel like weirdly because we always, we have told you guys this before, but we don't know what each other's reading. But we always will just be like, hey, is yours long? Is yours intense? Like just so we can kind of get a feel. Yeah. But anyway, so like one of us will be like, oh, like we have this like super long story and yeah. the other one's like, Oh my gosh, mine's super That's short. So it like always works out. Yeah, I ended up with a I shorter one today, so I was like, I can totally go first okay, if you, you go. Me to. Yeah, you go first, and then I'll go. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna. We'll probably take a break. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you guys with a title, so you can just kind of like get excited Marinate. for what's coming. The title is drum roll, swimming <laughs> with the fishes. Fishies. Oh no, That's like mobster death. Oof. Oof. You're okay. gonna sleep with the fishes tonight. You're gonna sleep with the, yeah. Is that how monsters talk? Something, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, let's take a break and then we'll get into this. Perfect. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. All right. We're back from our break, and uh, I'm so excited to read this to you. This one's a little different. It's oh. still scary. Okay. But in a different kind of way, and you'll see why in a second. Okay. I've always had a fear of the ocean at night since that fateful day. I was 16, and we were in Hawaii. My family and I, for a summer, family vacation. The island of Kona was stunning and surprisingly quiet for being a tourist island in the summer. I remember drinking in the overwhelming natural beauty and just feeling in awe of the nature that surrounded me. We'd been scuba diving off the shore the day before and had all loved it so much, we decided to do a night dive too the next day. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) I loved scuba diving so much, I got a tattoo to remind myself of it at the end of the trip. So the next day, we ride off on a boat into the sunset. 
As we kept going farther and farther out into the horizon, I remember feeling overwhelmingly peaceful and happy. We were so far away from land and noise and city. Six other boats with their own groups for the night dive joined ours in forming a giant circle right as the night began to fall. This was a night dive that entailed swimming, which was more like just floating with giant manta rays that weighed up to and over a ton each. There must have been at least eight of them. We were warned that even though they looked slow and graceful in the water, they carried a hefty blow, so not to attempt not to attempt to touch them. Oh no. If they clipped your arm or leg with their wings, they could dislocate what? or break it in the water. Oh dear God. Isn't that crazy? And last time I went to Hawaii, I remember looking at this being an option and thinking that sounds cool. And then I thought about huge animals swimming underneath me and I was like, nope, no, I don't think I can do it. not at nighttime. No, especially at nighttime. Um, well, I don't know if you've read about these or not, or I think she does go into detail, but they usually, they basically like shine a huge light that attracts them Mm-mm. and then you float on top. But yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. Um, so yeah, if they touched your arm or leg, they could easily dislocate it or break it in the water. A definite liability to the tour uh, was making sure that this was covered, you yeah. know? Um, then they turned on the massive floodlight at the bottom to attract and feed and in started swooping the giant rays. They did look entirely graceful, like beastly dancers performing an underwater ballet. This girl can write. Oh my gosh, I know. We all had our faces down in the water the whole time, horizontally treading water and making sure not to let our limbs drop below the surface, lest we get clipped. Near what I'm guessing was the last 30 minutes, this older woman left, started swimming around in circles, around and around, humming an eerie tune. It was entirely disconcerting, and... A, stranger th- a strange thing to do, I remember thinking. I started becoming unsettled by her, but then the sound of the humming began to diminish and I felt a little settled again and decided to lift my head above the surface and check in with my family. And that's when I noticed everyone was gone. Oh, no. Out. Out. I'm out. Somehow, no one noticed that a 90-pound teenage floating by herself was in the middle of the ocean, and no one had wrangled me back into any boat. Right as I realized I was alone out there, the floodlight at the bottom shut off. Oh, my God. I was stuck there, just me and the giant, inadvertently dangerous, one-ton sea creature swooping, now unseen, beneath me. Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. I've had dreams about something like this happening, and the I fact that breathe. this actually happened to someone, just like, I think I would have just passed out from pure pure. The fear. boats were gone? The boats were gone. And the light turned off. How did she not hear them? You know how when you're underwater, everything gets dis- distorted? Yeah. I'm assuming also, she was so focused on the animals that she just didn't notice. But like, come th- this tour group, fail sucked, fail. Like, I that's terrifying. And also, Ugh. there is my point again. Would it have been a teenage boy humming? You wouldn't have thought anything, but a freaking old lady humming. <laughs> it's terrifying. This goes back to the episode yes. before. There's always it's an elderly so, yes. or a child. It's yes. so terrifyingly oh, scary. Okay, yeah, that's terrifying. I started to panic. It was pitch black. I began frantically swimming towards the nearest boat, hoping it was my own. When I finally got there, deeply out of breath, the boat's captain notified me that my boat was on the complete opposite side of the circle. He also didn't offer to drive me over to it, simply said that I had to leave and pointed me in the direction. 
What? At 16, seeing no choice, I got back into the water fearfully and began swimming back across the deep, dark ocean too far from shore, hoping that my group wouldn't realize that I wasn't on the boat and hoping they wouldn't leave me behind with the giant dark waters and creatures that they held. It was a long swim and panic began, began to well up in my throat. Oh my gosh. I started swab sobbing and was exhausted from already treading water for hours at this point, but made myself promise not to seize up and stop swimming. I eventually made it back to the boat safely, but the damage was done to my teenage psyche. <laughs> the ocean at night has felt ominous to me ever since. That's seriously my worst nightmare. It's terrifying. I have had problems with dark water ever since I was little. I don't even know what sparked it. I don't remember a specific memory, um, but I've had nightmares about it ever since. And I'm oh not kidding. God. That I would have, she said she didn't seize up and stop swimming. I would have. I just think I frozen. would have. I think I, think I, I would have just frozen and been afraid to move in case. Yeah. Something underneath. It caught something's attention. Like that's just, uh, I feel so bad for her poor 16 oh, year old. self. my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. No. I don't, I, and I know like swimming um, is scary for a lot of people, and it's so weird. I love swimming. You can ask Taryn, yeah, get me in the ocean or in a pool, and I'm just like a freaking 12 year old. Like, I start yeah. splashing around, like, I'm having so much fun. But for whatever reason, I can't scuba dive, I can't snorkel. Every time I try, I start hyperventilating, and I can't do yeah. it. And even, um, even like not being able to hold my nose terrifies me yeah and I've worked on it for a long time guys I'm 29 and I can't dive yeah. <laughs> and I can't swim underwater for a long time like I have a hard time holding my breath so something definitely happened and I've always had a problem with it but this story like mm -mm. gets me to my core mm -mm. worse than all the other stories like I can just picture myself floating out there in the dark water and I couldn't handle it I'm still stuck on that freaking humming woman, though. That's I what I would like to know. Yeah, she just got. I think that just like set the tone for like what was to be like a bad, a bad experience. Ew. Yeah, that's not bad. That's terrible. No, I don't do water at night. I'm scared of the ocean even in the daytime. So yeah, the ocean it's scary, but I'm just scared of sharks. It's just ten times scarier at night. It yeah, just is. It and just then like is. those articles come out where it's like. Look at this unknown fish just discovered, and exactly. it looks like a straight up like mutant. And yeah. you're like, "That's it's in the from water." X Men. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. No, yeah, it's it's really scary. I have a, even a hard time like swimming in lakes that are dark. Yeah, lakes you know? are scary because it's like snakes and like oh, there's stuff fish. In there. There's <laughs> fish stuff in there. The Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Oh is yeah, there. that's real. Um, my uh family has a lake house in Illinois that I go visit. Uh, from time to time and I have a hard time getting in the water as it is even though I love it and I always end up in it it's just like green yeah like there's like you know things in there uh and I I still go swimming every single time I have stopped going at night because my cousins used to always jump in at night and me just having FOMO would end up doing it too yeah. but I would just like sit there on top of the water like Treading it's water not so even fast, fun because yeah, you start like I'm you like can't I breathe. can't see a thing. Yeah, and even if there was, and there's like snapping turtles and stuff in there. Even if I, even if they're, you know, even though they're there during the day, at night you can't see. No, oh you can, at least you could see them during the day, so it's it's a little better. But yeah, it's terrifying. Well, what's scary too is like the fact like 
say something did like bite you, you you have no idea where it is. So like or you don't know how to is. defend yourself. Yeah, you're just like literally like thrashing around. Yeah, it's like, like no, did a fish so just bite me thinking it was food, or did a snake try to like come at me? You'll never know. Dark waters. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's a no. Get out of there. That's a no for me. Run out if you can. Um. So I'm gonna get started. Yes. On this story, because yes. it's going to be a while. I and we're going to do one. something fun. I'm going to take the break somewhere in the story. I've oh, always wanted shoot. to do that. I've always oh, wanted shoot. to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read a DM. It'll give a hint who wrote the story. Oh, shoot. Because okay. y'all been asking. Um, this is from Nellie Lanzi, I think. Lanzi. She said, can Taryn's mom please write a book? Because her writing is phenomenal. Oh. And can Taryn read it? Because listening to you read those stories is so good. It felt like a storybook. Like, I would so listen to that audiobook. So, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited right now. We have another. Mama E story. Mama E story. Y'all went nuts over her stories. We got so many DMs. I was overwhelmed. That are like, Oh my gosh, Taryn's mom, Taryn's mom, Taryn's mom. And so, and I told you guys that like I've always avoided hearing more of her stories, but I finally was like, mom, for the podcast. <laughs> Priorities. Lay it you on You guys me. are the priority. You are the priority. I'm so, so excited. So she wrote one out. Um, the beginning is a lot of like backstory. So we're just going to get started. It's a doozy. So we're just going to like Yeah, let's freaking get into it. it. But Ashley, if you'd like to laugh. Or speak up at any point. I'm giving that you freedom. That means so much, Taryn. Thank I you. I love you. Thank yeah. you. I, okay. I feel like I'm not going to laugh in this at all. But all no, right. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you are. <clears throat> okay. It starts. The story I never told you. I feel like she like wrote this like to me. And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had just graduated high school and did not want to start college right away. So my parents said I had to get a job. One of my friend's moms had a fast food restaurant that I had been working part-time at. I loved working with the people at the counter. I lived in a very small town, so I knew most of the people that came in. But I really wanted to get a new car, and I needed to have a better-paying full-time job. I was still driving the car my dad bought for me. One of my friend's dads bought her a brand-new Jaguar for her first car. Not my dad. He told me he found a car for me and wanted me to see it. I kid you not, it was a Mazda RX-4 covered in dirt and weeds all around the tire. When I, I opened feel it like up, we should post a picture yeah. of what that looks this like. This is like you, you guys like people wonder why I'm like tough and like you know like a boy kind of at times. It's like I got it from both ends. Like my dad was very like taught me sports, taught me how to be tough and like suck it up and like fight through it and then my mom was always like like my mom when there's something wrong with the house like usually my mom's in there with her toolbox like trying to fix it like so my parents are just amazing and so she's like spinning all these facts about these cars and I'm like who are you mother who are you we'll definitely post a picture because I don't know what it looks like either I should see if she has like an actual photo if she does we'll do that if not we'll just google that make it um When I opened it up, the passenger front seat was missing. (laughs) I was like, heck no, but my dad told me it was this or nothing. Nothing wasn't a choice, so we bought it for $700 and drove it home. I will add that after cleaning it up with a ton of waxing and armor all, it actually looked cute. It was really fast as it had a fuel injector motor, which will be important for my story. 
My friends named my car the Beachmobile since I put a low beach chair in it where the front seat was missing. <laughs> I love hearing stories Is back that in the legal? day. Can you no, do that? It's definitely not legal, but like you hear, or like my dad went to college with this guy that was like over seven feet tall. Yeah. And he took out the front seat of his car and sat in the back seat to drive the car because he was so long. Isn't that crazy? But I'm like, there's no way people would get away with that. Like how now. Do you, how do you do that? I don't how even do know. Do what kind of car? I don't even There's know. There's no way you can reach from the back. It was obviously like a smaller a car. A super small yeah. car. But it's just crazy. Oh my God. Crazy things. How did he do that? I, would, I don't know. I'll ask mis- him for If Mr. E is listening to this, I need a picture if you have one. This is Please. just my family's podcast. Welcome. <laughs> um, okay. I came to love that car, especially when I could beat some of my brother's friends in their hot cars race, drag racing up the boulevard. Well, I landed a job at Kmart about 15 miles from my home. I worked in the menswear department. Yep, I was the one you heard over the speaker saying, attention Kmart shoppers, hurry over to our menswear department where we have a blue light special on our men's cowboys hats. That was a great voice. Thank you. Thank you. I always kept in my mind that by working here, I would be able to drive my dream car, which was a Mazda 280ZX. (laughs) Again. No idea what that means. Um, The job was an okay job at first, especially when I received my first check. But I started getting uncomfortable when some of the men were getting a little too friendly. I was the only girl in the department surrounded by all men. The advances started to bug me. Movements like Me Too was not even a thought back then. I kept everything to myself. The unwanted hugs, arms around me, and invites to, well, let's just keep this a clean show. Oh, (laughs) Of course. I know. God, that's the worst. Yeah. The blue light specials became specials about men's underwear and briefs. There were some things done that I still do not like to talk about, especially from one specific guy. I had become friends with one of my coworkers from a different department. He knew what was going on and told me to not let it bug me. I told him that this one guy was really making it uncomfortable for me. He told me about a menswear bookkeeper position that was coming up and I applied for it. I was getting recognition from the store for doing a great job, so I was hoping for the best. The position was narrowed down to me, and guess who? Oh. The guy that was really harassing me. Great. I figured with all the men positions, the men in positions above me, they would definitely choose this guy who had been in the store longer than me. But guess what? I got the job. The guy beat you out. deserved yes, it. Yes. Get it, mama. The guy beat out for the position was besides himself. He became so obnoxious that others started seeing and hearing what I had been going through. My friend went to management and told them what this guy had been doing and saying to me. One of the girls in the office said he did the same things to her and they fired him that day. A little pre-Me Too success. You are probably wondering if that was the scary story. Nope, it was not. This is. And we'll be back. Oh! Well done. Thank you. I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do That night, when I clocked out at 10 o'clock p.m., I was walking out to my car. The employees had to park at the back area of the parking lot. There were a few of us walking to our cars when something caught my eye. It was the glow of a cigarette in a dark car. I could not make out who was in the car. I went to my car and immediately locked it. As I backed out of the parking space and started to drive towards the exit, I noticed that car's headlights turn on and the car began to drive behind me. 
My mind raced, but I rejected that it could be anything. But I did keep an eye on the car. I turned right out of the parking lot and then got in the left-hand lane to the freeway. The car did the same. I got on the freeway and was followed by the car. I changed lanes and sped up. Still, the car stayed with me. I remembered hearing that if you think someone is following you, try and drive to a police department. Again, no cell phones or I would have called 911. I frantically looked for a police station or hoped that one would pull me over since I was speeding, but no one did. I got off the freeway, not at my exit, to see if the car would follow me, and it did. I jumped right back on the freeway, the car still following me. At this point, I was scared to death. I had the mindset to think about streets I knew the back of my, in the back of my head where I could lose him. Think, girl, think. Then I remembered a street right off the freeway that was long and had a ton of side streets. I got off the freeway and was ready for my plan. I looked in my rearview mirror, saw the car, and I got to the street. I was hoping I could lose him. I turned and let my little fuel-injected beachcomber car loose. I was flying. I took the first street and immediately turned on the second street and turned my lights off and put the car in neutral, keeping my eye on the rearview mirror. Nothing. No headlights. I drove the rest of the way home with my lights off in slow enough pace that I could roll up to a stop at the first sign of anything. I was just about to pull into my house when I saw headlights coming from the street. I pulled into the side dirt area by my house, pulled the parking brake so the brake lights wouldn't turn on or light up, jumped out of my car and over the wall and hid behind it. The car passed. I told my dad about the car and he ran out in the front of the wall but didn't see anything. But I was finally home safe. The next morning, I got up and went to work. I told my supervisor what happened. He told me I needed to have someone walk me into my car for the rest of the week. I figured that it was the guy that got fired and he just wanted to scare me, and he did. I thought that would be the end of it, but it wasn't. I was working in the stock room where I had a tiny little desk. I was checking stock to see what needed to be ordered for the next week. I don't know if you've ever been in a stock room, but this was a scary one. It was above the store floor with one stairway leading up to it. The beams were open and there were tons of noises that I was trying to get used to. As I was working, I kept hearing strange noises. I called out a few times, is anyone up here? No answer. Then I started thinking I was probably just a rat and I hate rats. I put the tiny dust trash can under the desk so I could put up my feet so a rat could not climb up my leg. I kept hearing noises that sounded like paper crumbling up. I called down to the floor to the office and asked if they knew if there were rats up here. They gave me an answer that did not make me happy. Yes, we probably do. Sometimes they come in the boxes. Um, Are you kidding me? Cackles were already running up my neck. Then a different sense hit me. Was I smelling gasoline? I pushed it out of my mind thinking it was from one of the semi-trucks. We received a lot of shipments late in the evening. The gas smell got stronger and then I froze. The gas smell turned into a smoke smell. I called the office downstairs and asked if anyone smelled smoke, but they said no. Was I just freaking out? No, I know I smell it and I know it's close. I got up from my desk and walked towards the staircase and that's when I noticed a cloud of smoke and flames. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I ran down the stairs yelling, fire, there's a fire in the stock room and chaos broke out in the store. Fire alarms were blaring, announcements were being made to evacuate the store, and a few brave guys ran up the stairs with fire extinguishers. I ran around my department, making sure no one was in it, and headed out the store with everyone else. The fire department and police were there so quickly. I kept waiting to see the store go up in flames, but it didn't. 
The firemen started coming out because the fire was out. Two employees had ran up with extinguishers and put the fire out before the fire department got there. My manager called me over and just inside the store away from people to talk to the police. They asked me what happened. When I told them it's, I smelled gas, they knew right away it was arson. They asked if there was anyone I knew that was angry with me since the fire was clearly set with me up in the stockroom. My manager jumped in and told them about the guy they had fired yesterday and that someone in the parking lot had followed me home last night. They quickly called over another officer to talk with me and told me to stay here and they shot in the, into the store. I saw three more policemen take off running into the store with their guns drawn. No way, I thought to myself, it couldn't be. My manager asked me if I think it could be that guy. Do you think he would set the fire to kill you? I began to cry just thinking about it. I wanted to run to my car and go home where I knew it would be safe. But wait, was he in the parking lot? Did he see me and know he failed? This can't be. I felt like I was having a heart attack. One of my girlfriends from the store came over and put her arm around me. Then another three police cars pulled in. Two of them started moving the crowds back even farther from the store and the others ran into the store. The firemen were coming out, but not the policemen. What was happening? Maybe 20 minutes later, you could see probably five policemen walking down the main aisle of the store coming to the exit. The officer that was questioning me moved me quickly out of the way and took a step in front of me. What was he doing? I saw him pull out his gun and then I saw the guy in the middle of the five police officers being escorted, hands cuffed, out the door. He turned towards me with his face covered in black from smoke and he gave me the most evil stare for what seemed like forever as they walked him past me. The police officer pushed his head away from looking at me and told him to keep his eyes down. Another police officer came over to me. He told me that when I told him about the smell of gas and that I didn't see anyone, that there was only one staircase, they thought he might still be in the store. They found him in a back corner hiding. He had set the fire and then got stuck with no way out. He was waiting until he could get out without being seen. The officer said they normally don't go into a fire so quickly, but they hoped they'd get lucky and catch the guy. They assured me that he would be going to jail for a long time and not to worry, but I would say that I took that statement not and didn't feel safe. After that night, I knew I could not go back to the store. Too many memories haunted me. My best friend was going to a university called Biola and kept bugging me to come. Ayo. Ayo. Alma mater. <laughs> I had already filled out an application, but I was thinking that my parents couldn't afford it, so um, it wouldn't happen. Then this is where my prayers were answered. Two days after the fire, I received an acceptance letter to Biola University. My dad was ready to co-sign my car loan for my new car, but I was thinking, new car or Biola? I knew what I needed to do, and two months later, I was off to Biola, leaving behind my dream car, but starting a new adventure in my life. Taryn, I met your dad on my second day at Biola. Oh, <laughs> cute. God had protected me and had a plan for me. Had I gone with that beautiful midnight blue Mazda 280-something, blah, 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 I, I don't know. <laughs> that car. Um, you would not be on this podcast today. I love you, and I hope to hear that this story empowers you and any listeners to be strong who can and can get through anything. Ugh. Love, Mom. That freaking idiot guy. <sighs> Dude. He's the worst. The worst. I mean, it's terrifying enough just like, feeling like 
he should stalk your mom in that way but then just goes to start a fire and traps himself in there like he just seems he's so idiot yeah he's dumb like he clearly and he probably like set the fire thinking it would like you know it's just like stupid people you hear about these people that get caught doing crimes because they just in their mind they're like oh i can't i'm gonna like light this fire and it's gonna the whole room's gonna blow up and she's gonna die and it's like no it doesn't work like that like yeah you need like accelerant everywhere. You need like whatever. It's not gonna explode. It's not like a movie. Yeah. yeah. And then he probably lit it. She ran out, and then he was like, "Shoot!" And then when he went to run, the guys were coming up with extinguishers. So he's yeah, like, "Just she trying ran not out to get caught." Fire. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I can't. Because he, at that point, he shouldn't have even been on the property, right? No. So he somehow he snuck somehow up. he snuck up there. But it's just terrifying to know like she had been hearing. So he was in the room with her the entire. So time. like honestly, yeah. she's lucky that he was trying to like set a fire. Like Instead he could have just something else. Yeah, yeah, like walked up and grabbed her because he obviously had intent to harm. Right. No. Fully. Oh my god, dude. My poor mom. Your mom has gone through my it. My poor mom. She should write a like how to survive. Seriously. Even by like, Mama E. Even like in her car, like the things she did, like how she like put it in neutral, used her parking brake so like the brake lights didn't turn, go off. Not like, use her lights. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. But it is like we need to be prepared. Like yeah. you really do. And and you know, I I always like am in this fine line when I listen to the crime podcast that I listen to where I'm like, okay, is this good for me? Cause it's just making me paranoid. But that like legit, I'm not even joking. I took a shower this morning and I just, I heard a weird noise. Um, it was Chloe. <laughs> of course. Coming to check on me. Um, but in that split second, I like looked around me to see my surroundings and I was like, okay, well I have my razor and then like I have the plug for my shower that has like a screw sticking out of it. It's not sharp, but I know if I hold it, like I can like side jab into this guy's like temple, you know? Stab them in the eye with that. Yeah, like the razor to the jugular. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, And it sucks that like you have to even think like that, but I think to an extent, like we have to just be prepared. Yeah. Because people are messed up. No, yeah, it's like, yeah, you just, you have to start thinking that way, so. Or like you, when the power went off, you're like, okay, bear spray, here's my pants, like, yeah. let me, like, what I gotta do to, like, be well, prepared. Yeah, you have to think like that, and I think it, it it is a bummer to have to think like that, because it does take away from a lot of, like, things that yeah. you're, you know, Peace. your life, um, or, like, you know, if you're out with friends and you're feeling uncomfortable, like, addressing that, that that's a possibility does suck, but yeah. then, in the long run, it's better, like, I decided a long time ago to hide bear spray all over our house. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't regret that at all no. because I have, I know exactly where it is. I have like my flashlight that I know that I can run grab in the hallway. I have one yeah. in my room. Like, I just like, there. there's things that I can do everywhere and I feel better. Yeah. I feel so much better. I want to get a bat. Yeah. I, there's so many things I want to do. Um, but yeah, if you think that way, then um, when something does happen, if and when something does happen, then you're prepared. Yeah. It's just better. So you're I welcome, think it guys. Does. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I think it does help, like, what you're saying, too, is, like, it's it's all it is is channeling. Because anytime something happens where you get scared, right, it's a rush of adrenaline. Yeah. So either you can channel that into being fearful and, like, sitting back and being like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. Or you can channel it into, like, what's my plan of attack? Mm-hmm. What is, like, look at my surroundings. Like, what's here? Where's my nearest exit? What's What yeah. could I use as a weapon? Yeah. And then it's, like... 
for me, as soon as I look around and I'm like, okay, I know what my plan is, then like I make myself just take a breath. Like, yeah. calm down. Like, okay, you know what you would do. There's mm-hmm. no sense like worrying or stressing about it. Like, you're fine. Yeah. And I say a little prayer and then yeah. I like move on. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think it's good to like start to have that mindset, especially like, I mean, I feel like women, especially today, like are so empowered, but it's like, it sucks when you have to think about that because like usually an attacker is like a male towards a female which is like unfortunate but it's especially like us like we have every right to like learn how to defend ourselves and to learn how to like kick some butt if we need to you know what I mean no oh my gosh have you got you can totally YouTube if you've never taken like a self-defense class because I've never taken a self-defense class um and I should Krav Maga as I'm saying that right now I want to go sign up. Let's um, go take Krav Maga. You can watch so many YouTube videos on random things around the house <laughs> that work as excellent weapons that aren't knives and aren't, yeah. you know, crowbars or huge bats. Like there's things you can grab if you know where to hit someone. Yeah. Guys, you know what? I feel like I'm just going to make a list of YouTube videos to watch because yeah. they're out there and they're actually really helpful. Yeah. Um, Like there's, there was this one person that like was telling you how to hit someone using like a highlighter or a pen yeah like where where to aim for on the neck and where to aim for like on their eye and like even like hitting their ears on both sides yeah cupping something about that at the right you know amount of pressure as hard as you can um can literally knock someone out for a second like a solid minute because they're trying to gain their bearings again um so yeah little things like that it's so important yeah um that we all learn um, especially as females. Yeah, I would definitely recommend, I took Krav Maga for like, I think over a year, but yeah. it's basically like counterattack. So it was really cool in the class. Like one day would specifically be like from behind attack. So we would do, if someone grabs you by your hair, what's the counterattack that you do? And then you have yeah. a partner and the whole thing is about muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And so you hear stories of like women who've taken Krav Maga classes and they get attacked and they like black out but like totally knock the guy out because mm-hmm. it's like muscle memory. Yeah. So and I loved it because we would be like okay like so if you get pulled by your hair like if you get in a chokehold and then we had like classes where we'd be sit like if you're at a table and someone mm-hmm. grabs you from behind and so we would just I mean I left like bruised and sore and tired but like I knew like even if someone like held a gun to me like how do you like get it out of their hand like yeah. stuff like that and it's just cool to like have that knowledge and now like when I'm like walking at night and I see someone coming towards me that I'm like getting a weird vibe from yeah I know I'm like you can't you can do this like you got this like you could at least put up a fight you know what I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. get that DNA under there your fingernails are gonna be scratches <laughs> yeah. and bite marks yep. and you know bruises because yep. you're not gonna go easy you yeah know? but yeah crazy. I think it's good for us to and obviously not to use violence for violence sakes but just to like be able to like protect yourself just if you need have to have a little bit of confidence yeah when you need it yeah, you know, because there's freaking nutso guys out there, apparently. crazy people out there. Dear God. I was like, Mom, is he still in jail? She's like, I don't know. She's like, oh, I left. She's oh, like, I just left. And we like, need to find out. I was like, Mom, is there like I a need weird to find guy? Out. <laughs> I'm not okay. I need to know if he's... Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. But good for her. She just like took off and Your started a new life. Yeah. Holy jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Ugh. Craziness. Is it weird? It's not weird. I just, I'm just going to say it. I want to be Mama E. Oh, me too. I want to be her. Um, I'm going to work on that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Stay like, tuned. It, when I hear these stories, I'm like, oh, 
everything makes sense because I'm so feisty and like my dad's like more of like a calm person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like definitely more of like a spicy meatball. And so like I spicy, spicy meatball. meatball. Someone make an edit of Taryn <laughs> as a spicy meatball. I can't and Ashley, wait. Ashley with as I the noodle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um but then I hear these stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I definitely got I feel like I got a scrappy side from her. Oh, one hundred. And then growing up with brothers, like does it just amplified 100%. it? One hundred percent. Yeah. Jeez. That's Good terrifying. Times. Um, but yeah, I love that we can be um our little UA fam can can uh have this knowledge and yeah. um we're learning right along with you um about what we can and, and uh should do in these kinds of situations. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's so crazy. Um thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a great episode. It has been. Uh I again, have- we've been loving our October oh. series. Yes. It's been so much fun. Be sure to send in your selfie listening to yeah, it. Yeah, you guys need to Y'all step it up slacking. on that. I don't know what what else to say on that, but we we, we miss them. them and we want them. Um so I have a dad them. joke for you. Oh, bless. Okay. I feel like you'll like this one. Hit us with it. Why didn't the British boy's mother ever dress up for Halloween? Why didn't the British British boy's mother? I have no idea. Because she was already a mummy. Oh my God, <laughs> Mark's dying! Yes, that was so good. That's a good one. I was like British, British. That's a good one. It's a great Jeez, one. Jeez, that was really good. Actually, I think that might be one of my favorite ones. Real? <gasps> really? Yeah, that was pre- that was really clever. Yes. That was a really good job. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for that. If you have any letters that you want to send us, please email them at a, a, advice unsolicited pod <laughs> at gmail. <laughs> and um, don't forget to rate, review, like, subscribe, share yep. all the episodes that you hear. And, um, you know, me and Taryn were just talking about this in the car. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, the scary stories don't have to end. I'm not saying that it's always going to be the October series. We're go- we're definitely going to get back into, like, our yeah. normal advising. But if you have really good stories that just happen to be scary, send them our way. And, um, you know, maybe we'll do a couple scary, scarier story episodes yeah, in like the randomly. future. It doesn't yeah. have to be over. Um, again, the series will end. <laughs> but... We can definitely continue with scary stories. So if you have some and we didn't read them, don't worry. We might get to them. Yeah. I have some them. even that were sent for October scary stuff, but are kind of like my mom's where it's like, I feel like we could even read them as like giving advice on like how what to do in like intense situations. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, so definitely keep them coming. Do not feel like this has to stop because yes. it definitely does not. Halloween lives on. <laughs> Forever. Okay. Forever. Um. That's all we had to say today. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be our last October series. R.I.P. (sighs) Emotional. (laughs) Uh, Get ready for that promo, though. It's going to be so good. Okay. That's all we had to say. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh, wait. We didn't talk about why we're not in costume today. (laughs) Oh, shoot. If you don't know why we're in costume, (laughs) just look at our promo for this episode. There's a reason. all we got to (laughs) say. And all we have to say is that we couldn't fit we through couldn't the door. Fit. <laughs> and there was no way we could have worn it. So. And that's it. That being okay. said, <laughs> go watch the YouTube channel. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Love right. you guys. Talk Love to you soon. You. Bye. Bye.